0: Hey everybody, we are in Rockbridge County again in the great state of Virginia. This is Father's Day weekend and uh, it's always a great time, you know, when I can remember my dad and also my other fathers who walked the earth before me and have put so much into my life since I've been studying their lives and what they believed about the Word of God. It's just been a blessing to me. I want to talk just a moment about something I preached on radio the other night uh, from Romans chapter eight, and I want to begin reading in verse 26. The Bible says, "Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities." The word "infirmities" speaks of weaknesses. So the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses, and it's how He sometimes does that is very interesting. Uh, sometimes it involves allowing us to go into a valley experience or or go into a wilderness experience. But listen to what it says. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. You see, we would always take the easy path. How many understand that? I like the easy path. I'm sure that you do too. Um, But sometimes the Holy Spirit knows what we need to, to get the proper result that will be according to the will of God for our lives. All right. So he says, we don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, that's God, because he maketh intercession for those saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are the called who are the called, the called according to his purpose. That's who the called are. The call, uh, my calling, doesn't originate in my mind or in my emotions. You know, we got a lot of people running around, and they see something that tugs on them emotionally, and it's a great time for the birds to fight. They're having a little emotional moment right there, but that has nothing to do with God. Just because I, you know, I can look at a beggar on the street and shed a tear, and that's not necessarily God. That doesn't necessarily mean uh, anything other than my christian responsibility would be to help that person if i could Um, but we have to separate our emotions from god sometimes god does use our emotions to deal with us and to, to talk to us but usually god speaks to us through his word and a strong inner prompting in our spirit which transcends emotionalism and again let me be clear there's nothing wrong with emotionalism if it's in its proper place but what we don't want to do is mistake emotions for the will of God because that can get us into trouble just as easily as not alright so those who are called according to the purpose of God when you're when you're following the plan of God for your life and we're gonna find out what that is in a moment then the Holy Spirit's interceding for you according to God's will and God's will is in the next verse. Listen. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. So the will of God is to conform Len Paxton to the image of Jesus Christ. And when the Holy Spirit intercedes for Len Paxton, the Holy Spirit bears that in in mind that the will of God is that I would be more like Jesus, not necessarily that I would have life on easy street or not necessarily that i should be lifted up out of a situation that god is using to sharpen my character so the holy spirit knows that and he sees the things that we do not see i don't know anybody that prays oh god give me trouble today i I don't want trouble i don't want my character to constantly be tested but god knows what is best for len paxton and god knows what is best for you And this is the way the Holy Spirit works. A lot of people are asking, what is the plan of God for my life? And a lot of people have it in their mind that the plan of God is some great big destiny that they have to accomplish in life. That's not true. Now, God may use you to do great things, and I hope so. We need a whole bunch of people that's doing great things for Jesus. But God's plan for your life is that you'll be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I want to tell you something right now. There's a lot of poor people in this world that don't have hardly anything of this world's goods at all, but they are like Christ, and they have a good spirit and a good heart, and that's what God's after. And there's a lot of rich guys in this world that could be doing great things, and and sometimes they even are doing great things, but their character stinks. They don't allow the Holy Spirit to deal with their life. So on the outward show, maybe they're giving millions of dollars to the work of God. And maybe they're accomplishing wonderful things, but when they get to the judgment seat of Christ, he's going to say, why didn't you love your neighbor? Why didn't you treat your family right? Etc. and so forth. So, I said on radio, and I'll say it here as well, remember this, God is always more interested in your character than he is your calling. Now, your calling is not unimportant. So I'm not saying that. But I'm saying your character is more important to God. Because His will, we just read it, is to conform you to the image of His Son. Let's read it again. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brother. And who he did predestinate them he also called so there's a huge part of the call of God we love to talk about that I'm called to do this I'm called to do that I deal with the call of God every day every Christian is called to be a Christ follower all of that's true but a huge portion of the call of God has to do with you being predestinated by the Father to be conformed to the image of the Son that is a huge part of the call of God and whether you are a pastor or whether you are a field worker a gas station attendant a grocery store clerk an evangelist a medical doctor the head of a ministry that feeds people the head of a prison ministry whatever you do the call is the same and that call for Christ followers is for your life to be conformed Christ's life and that requires a death to self it requires the leading and the guiding and the working of the Holy Spirit in us on a daily basis and there's always you know on this trip there's been times I've had to submit myself to the Holy Spirit when everything within me wanted some other way wanted some other response some other reaction and sometimes we fail And sometimes we need to ask forgiveness and but we always need to move forward with the Holy Spirit leading the way because that is the will of God for our lives now when you get that understood and you get on that path God's gonna bring a lot of things to you to do to set your hand to but you always have to remember this it's not about what I can do for Jesus it's about what Jesus has done for me and that frees me to have eternal life and it frees me to not be in bondage to this performance treadmill that Christians get on and they live miserable lives because we will never perform to the level that we're satisfied with we always want more that's the problem with riches in the world you know a guy gets rich he's got to have a dollar more and same way in the Christian realm when we when we're our whole self is focused on performance When we are works-minded, we're never satisfied with a thing God has us doing. We're never content in whatever state we find ourselves in. And I'm not talking about Virginia or Michigan or Ohio. I'm talking about conditions and circumstances. And Paul the Apostle, by the the word of the Holy Spirit, told us to be content. Live a life of contentment. How do we do that if we are works-oriented? Now God will have us do some work. But that comes as an outflow of who we are in Christ. And well, how do we learn that? How do we get that? Well, it's the work of the Holy Spirit in us. And that brings us right back to this conforming into the image of His Son. It's, it's not something that we pick up overnight, friends. It's, it's not something that we learn. It's not something that's easily learned in a moment's time. It takes a lifetime. I'm going to give you a brief explanation one more time. You've heard me do it on this telecast so many times. But, you know, my position with God, because I've accepted Christ, I've received Christ, let's put it that way. So positionally, I am sanctified. I'm completely sanctified. Positionally, I'm seated in the heavenly places with Christ. Positionally. But in the everyday world that we live in, my condition is not what my position is. There's a a distance between them. Remember now, positionally, holy. You could also say that is my standing with God. I'm holy. I'm sanctified. I'm justified. I'm righteous. I am the righteousness of Christ because of what Jesus did on the cross and my faith in it. The Holy Spirit's efforts in the life of a Christian is to bring our condition up to the level of our position. Our condition is weak, failing, missing it, thinking wrong, etc. and so forth. But as we grow in the Lord, the mark of growth in the Lord is as that gap narrows between my position and my condition, the narrower it gets the more I'm growing we said it was also my standing so the state that I'm in it's the Holy Spirit's efforts to bring it up to my standing and the narrower that gap becomes is a measure of our growth now we're never going to be perfect in this life but that's no excuse to not seek after the will of God and that's no excuse to to just live any way we want to live and say oh well grace will cover it well grace covers it but man I want to be like Jesus because I'm the called according to his purpose. and if I'm the called according to his purpose, as we read to you, we now know that everything that God allows into my life or everything that God does in my life will work for my good and God even takes the attacks of the enemy that we you know that he doesn't cause but certainly allows, he takes those attacks of the enemy and it turns for my good as well. If my goal is to be like Christ, and to let the Holy Spirit do that work in me. Now, if my goal is to do a a bunch of other stuff, just live any way I please, and I'll try to keep the commandments, and I'm a works person, you know, and I'm I'm, I'm oriented on performance and not grace, then it's not obligated that all things are going to work to my good. And in fact, it might work to my destruction. But the enemy can never destroy me, If I stay humble before the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in my life. Now, it can look like in the natural I'm destroyed, but I can never be destroyed if Jesus is my everything. And if I let the Holy Spirit have his way in my life, then I'm a a victor, even if it looks like I'm a victim. But in reality, I'm the victor because I've got Christ and Christ is my everything, my all in all. And that is enough. And that's the whole point of the gospel Jesus said you know he's enough Jesus is enough grace is enough and it's not all about what we have or don't have in this life and it's not all about our position in this life it's about our position and our condition where God is concerned and as I said at the beginning of the program there's a lot of very poor people that don't have much as far as this world's goods are concerned but they're rich in Christ And they are victors. They're not victims. See, So I want to encourage you today as you look at this and you begin to understand that sometimes the Holy Spirit intercedes for us according to what He knows the will of God is for our life to be conformed to the image of Jesus. And He knows that if we just walk and skip through life scot-free and not have any troubles or problems, He knows we'll never get like Christ. Because I'll tell you, uh, (laughs) too too much, uh, how do we say it? I don't want to say too much good times. Uh, we all want good times, of course. But, but too much times that are free of testing will produce pride in us. And instead of understanding our need for dependence upon Christ, we will think we have arrived. We are doing so much right because all this good is happening. Now, don't misunderstand me. We, we don't want bad to happen, and I don't pray for bad to happen to anybody, or myself included but I have learned and I am learning I'm I'm, I'm still learning to embrace the testings of the Holy Spirit because they bring out the Christ life that we so desperately need to walk in and I want to encourage you if you're living that type of life today then you're on the right track and if you're having some rough times let's pray about it let's join our faith together and pray for your needs you can send me your prayer request I'm Pastor Len Paxton. You can send him to Post Office Box 5714, that's 5714, Traverse City, Michigan, 49696. I'll be glad to pray with you about anything that's going on in your life, and I'd be glad to rejoice with you about the good things. Well, let's take our faith, and let's see what God wants to do through these situations, and let's stand firm in the grace of Christ, and let's understand that Jesus is all that we need and as we do he makes us into his jewels you know in the Old Testament they had the temple and the the two big pillars on that temple Jacob and Boaz they didn't go all the way to the top to the roof plate they didn't hold the structure up you and I don't hold up anything either we are his jewels those those pillars were there for ornamentation and that's what you and I are. I don't think you have to live very long and get very old before you realize that you really don't control anything. God is in control and we take His Word and we stand on His promises and we believe Him for His best for our lives and there's a lot of blessing that we have in our lives. And for those times when things are happening that we don't understand, we fall back on the knowledge That we are His jewels and He is making us beautiful. Even through the hurt and the pain of our lives, He's making us beautiful jewels in His kingdom. And that helps us to get through things that we don't understand. And when we stand on the promises and we seem to not get an answer, we seem to not get the answer we want, that doesn't mean the promise isn't true. And that doesn't mean that a season of testing is going to last forever. It's not. That promise is going to come to pass for you. Just hang in there and use your faith to believe that God will do good things for your life. And he will, in the name of Jesus. So from Rockbridge County, Virginia, it is a hot day in June. We love you guys. And I'm so thankful for all of you that tune into the program and watch the videos on YouTube, whatever, however you get the material. This is Brother Paxton speaking God's blessings over your life and saying go with God and he will go with you. Bless you.